0: Can a nigga get a table dance? Take it up, take it up, woo!
1: Another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. is going on, everybody? Uh, by, the, by the sound of the song, you already know what time I'm on. I did not intend for that to rhyme, but here we are. Ah, oh, man, what's going on? I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, it, It's the end of July. By the time you guys hear this, it will be August. Summer is almost over, and, you know, back to, you know, just getting up early as shit, taking your kids to school. It's it's about that time, man. Actually, I prefer uh, fall over everything else. Just, I don't know. Summer's too hot. Winter's too cold. Spring, I got allergies and shit. So, you know, falls at that, that that sweet spot. You can wear whatever you want. Um, you know, cold as shit in the in the morning, hot as fuck in uh, the afternoon by the time you have to go to work, you know, a lot of colds happen. Mm. Anywho, enough about the weather. So in uh doing a little research uh for today's topic. I you know just just started of remembering a lot of stories. Um, and you know today's topic we're gonna to be talking about uh what is it? strip clubs, and you know, adult entertainment, which entails you know, you know pornography, porn, prawn, as my Guyanese brethren would say. Um. Yeah, man, just like I think I told the story before that one time I was like really down and down and bad. Uh I just uh was in in the, the back end of a really bad breakup. And, you know, like like most guys who are down in, in the dumps when you know emotionally, whatever, you know, I started frequenting um a lot of strip clubs. A lot in and not very often like it was like a weekly thing. I was in there. Um, yeah, I think I, one time I went to, I went to this place and I spent like $900. Um, of money I did not have that's the, the bananas part of it. But you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, every is, is, is gotten, it's gotten less taboo uh, as time goes on. Like, sex sells. Sex sells. It always has, it always will. You know, men and women, you know, go into a spot to escape reality. You know, and you see your, you know, you see your mirage where you know you feel desired and lusted after. You know, these places exist for a reason, just for that. You know, you're, they're selling a fantasy. You're buying a fantasy. You know. And I see no problem with it. And, and you know, and it's going to sound real judgy, but, you know. um, I don't. I don't judge those who go uh, to strip clubs or whatever. I got no problem with it. Like I said, I used to do it. Um, I, I, you know, I used to do it very often. You know, like I said, like a lot of these places have gone have become less taboo. Um, and even like uh, when you look at like regular nightclubs, they're actually adopting uh, the strip club. Um, I guess the game plan. Like, you know, like, you know, there's a, a couple of, you know, Jersey, Jersey is a, a party, uh, a party state. You know, you got, you know, you're down south joints, you know, uh, the, what do you call it? Um, Down the shore. Even up here, up north, you know, I'm in Elizabeth. So it's just like, like 15 separate clubs. And. You see you see the same people go to them and you see the same people working at them. And what's funny is that before, you know, the waitresses used to dress, you know, tight, you know, spandex or whatever or skirt or whatever. But like now you just see them straight up in bikinis or um like something that you would see at a strip club, which is is weird. For me, you know, I'm I'm you know, I'm a washed up old man. I'm 41. Close. You know what, uh, you know, uh, it's going to be my, my 39th birthday in a couple of weeks. So, I feel 41. I'm going to be 39, but I feel 41. But, like, like nowadays, like, um, you know, you see places, you know, clubs uh, that have adopted this new, well, not the new, but, like, this go-go bar feel to it. And like every chick in there, like you, you're, you know, of course, you know, you're you're selling, you're selling a fantasy. You're selling, uh, this this image of sex, and you know, and in you know, and like a lot of these chicks, you like, you know, you find on Instagram. And like some local chick has like ten thousand followers, and like it seems like every chick like on IG. With a pretty face and a nice body. They have an OnlyFans uh, account. Or they dance or whatever. Like, it's, it's weird. Like, you never. It's very weird, I should say. That that's what today is. You know, bad bitch culture or BBC, as I like to call it. What do you mean that's not what BBC stands for? It stands for that? Huh. Nah, that's interesting. Anyway, but like, but like bad bitch culture has taken over. And I'm not saying that, you know, uh, women shouldn't feel beautiful and shouldn't feel sexy or whatever. But like this, this era of bad bitches has taken over and like, I guess the more traditional professional woman has gone by the wayside. Like, you know, I've seen, like I said, I, you know, uh, and I follow a lot of these, you know, I'm not a saint over here. I follow a lot, a lot of these women on, on IG. They like, should. I like looking at asses and every now and then, um, but I, you know, every time you see them or every time they post, they're, you know, at the club or they're bartending or whatever. Like, and that, that's, that's another thing. Like, star tenders have become a thing. So, like, obviously, they make more money per night, per week, per year, bartending and dancing and whatever else they want to do. Like, you know, OnlyFans, you know, whatever. But, like, you, you know, the less it's less seen today especially by you know the millennial uh generation is less seen that they have like accounting jobs or you know they're doctors or whatever like it is like they're less professional these days and i have no you know you know what oh however However you need to get it, go and get it. But I feel, and this is my personal opinion, uh, that too many people, women in particular, are taking the easy route to get paid. Like I joked about selling my feet pics on uh, on OnlyFans for like $4.99 a month. But did you know that women are selling their feet pics for $4.99 a month? Like I... Like I was joking around about it but I uh, apparently it's a fucking thing. Like a hustle is a hustle is a hustle. I get it. But let like like now let's break down these adult, adult entertainment establishments and these businesses. Like and you can see so we can see why they're so popular in society. Like me I'm a strip club veteran. I was like the norm at Jersey girls in Nardone's Nardone's uh, for those of you, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, who are out of state is a place here in Jersey where uh, for lack of a better term, that like you got to get shot or stabbed or beat up. And that's by the strippers. Like a lot of cesarean scars and stab wounds were seen on stage. And it was a very sketchy club. Um, Jersey Girls, uh, rest in peace, uh, was an, another big one, and it's like I think it was like one of the, the the first instances where I noticed that strip clubs were were getting big. That you know, you know, back in the day, you know, you know, you, we would we will watch uh, Married with Children. We were going to the nudie bar and like that, and like it was like seedy and and it was like ugh. You know, a lot of skanks work there. You know, if I could use uh, terms from the 1940s. But like they weren't seen as like the social gathering spot as you see them today. And it's, you know, it's. a. Uh, and I think well, when was that place open? I want to say like around 2004, 2005. Um, you will see a lot of these spots open. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and that's when it started getting like the strip club explosion happened. Uh, me personally, I haven't been to a strip club since like me and my ex girl first got together. And it's one of those, uh, it, it was a funny story that that's not, so not necessarily funny, but it was a, eh, it was a story. Um, I was supposed to go out with her and her dad, uh, for the first time. Not, not her per se, but, like, I was going to go out, have a drink uh, with her dad. Uh, but I ended up, and then after we had drinks, we were supposed to go to a strip club. So, before that, it was, like, some guy's last day at, at work. So, we celebrated by uh, going to a strip club because that's what we did. So, we you know, I stayed there from, like, 4.30 to, like, 7. Got really drunk because Hennessy's a thing. Um... Or whiskey. I was drinking whiskey. I haven't drunk Hennessy since fucking two thousand eight. So I was three sheets to the wind. Uh, I meet her up, uh, and her dad. She's pissed because I'm drunk. Uh, we hang out. Uh, we we party, or not party, but you know we have a couple of drinks. He leaves, and then when we leave, uh, we went up to a strip club. Nardones. And it was like it was bad. It was bad. It was bad for a Friday. Like no girls were on stage or were fucking texting and shit. It was terrible. But yeah, that's like the last time I went to a strip club. I haven't been uh since. I think I'm due, but eh, why? Um But like yeah, so like, you know, with with uh the the boom of strip clubs you know you start you start trying to figure out what's the difference between a lot of them like um like juice bars if uh, for those of you who, who don't know what a juice bar is uh they're they're liquor free uh, for the most part they're liquor free or they're BYOB that like you can bring your own bottle whatever just because they don't have um a liquor license. Like, and you usually see like a younger crowd since like you know the the age to get in is usually around like 18, 19 years old. So of course they don't have liquor licenses because they can't control it. Um and it, it it really gets wild in there, like these poor girl, these poor ladies. They they have to do some wild shit to get tips, like you know when you know there, there's something to be said like when you're in a strip club and you know you're fucking drinking and you're partying you know some you know girls in front of you and shit and you you're you're a little bit loose with the dollars as like as I like to say I spent nine hundred dollars because I was drunk as fuck and there was a lot of pretty girls talking to me I'm 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 easy like that whatever it is but like. You can't do that shit, stone sober. Like you can't do it. Like you know, this once reality hits you, like once once shit starts getting real, um, you know, you don't really tip that much, especially if the chick is like, you know, but as naked. Like, like it's it's weird. So these girls usually have to do uh, a lot to get money there. Um, some of them even fuck. So I've heard, so I've heard, well, a lot of, you know, the girls have to, you know, do a little something strange for change, you know, in, in, in the, in the champagne room or the back room or whatever. So, yeah, so, you know, that, that's the juice bar, like strip club. And then, then I started looking at, uh, uh, because you always see the name Taboos gentlemen's Club. And you go and you walk in, and you're like, there's no gentleman in this motherfucker. Like, there's I'm not a gentleman. I am sure not a gentleman. But like at first glance, strip clubs and and, and, and gentlemen's clubs are the same. Mainly because, you know, uh a lot of strip clubs are called gentlemen's clubs. Gentlemen's clubs. So I started, no, I started doing uh, a little bit of research. I was going to say a lot of research, but that's a lie. Uh, I was going to, I did. you know, I did some reading, a little Wikipedia uh, um, research. So like for the most part, the main difference between the two is the clientele. You know, strip clubs usually have a, anyone with money can come in policy you got money cool you got an id cool come right on in sir like you know the dress code is a little bit more laxed you see a lot you see a lot of t-shirts uh a lot of uh jeans and hats uh the drinks are cheaper you know depending on what you're drinking and the, the the vibe is a little bit more rowdy and shit usually pops off in there. That, that's a, that's the definition of a strip club. A strip club, you see strip you see strip clubs on the news often. Like, you know, they you know, a, a a late night shooting happened outside of a strip club, you know, because there's no gentleman in there. Um like in gentleman clubs, you know, where historically Members only uh, spots. You know, you had to pay your dues to get in or be invited. And the clientele usually, for the most part, were upper class. You know, they had dining rooms, libraries, a library, a library. Bars, billiards, they don't even call a pool. Billiards, they had a billiard room. You know, uh, and it had like a more of a lounge feel to it. You know, so men, you know, can talk, and read, play pool and plan the overthrowing of human rights historically. But like, yeah. So that's I guess that's the difference. And by the wayside. um, They started, you know. Going away, There's these gentlemen clubs. Like some gentlemen clubs still exist, but they're less popular. Um, than than their less you know their lower class counterparts. So like I was, I was like uh I have a lot of friends, that uh they 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 frequent like cabaret shows and burlesque shows in the city. Uh, and from what I hear is a vibe. I might go one day. I like a good burlesque show, but I and I and I was thinking about that show. I'm like, so if the gentleman's Club was more of a, you know, a guy comes in, he's in a suit, probably a top hat and a cane, and he's just there, you know. Just there to chill, and um, and there you have like a a. a a, a, a scantily clad young lady. So be it. That's the gentleman's club. But like you see now, you see these strip clubs, that 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 came into their own uh, throughout the years, and you go where the fuck? Like where did that separation start? Gentlemen's clubs and strip clubs, and I think uh, like I think the modern day strip club took a lot of influence from cabaret shows. And when you think about the cabaret show and you see it in, in comparison to the, the strip club, as we see it today, you know, uh, they had performers, uh, dancing on tabletops stages, you know, while people ate and drank at bars, you know, uh, the shit used to be at, uh, pubs, hotels, nightclubs, uh, Uh, You know these shows usually had you know burlesque shows, uh, strip teases. Some of them had drag shows. You know, and they were usually dancing to some nigga playing the fiddle, another dude playing the playing ragtime on a piano. And then with that, you know, it evolved into twerking to trap music. Like in the eighties, it was like uh, fucking listening to White Snake. Like, I, your white, white strip, white, white strip clubs are the worst. Like you still, you still see them every now and then. Like if you go to South Jersey or you go to like a predominantly white, uh, uh, part of the state or whatever, and you start, you know, you start going to like, uh, like uncle Ralph's go, go extravaganza, some shit like that. And it's like. Uh, you hear some chick with a fucking heart tattooing her titties fucking dancing to bad medicine. It's weird. They're the worst. They are the worst. Um, But like, yeah, like I was saying, like with this evolution uh, uh, from cabarets to go-go bars to what we see today. And with that and throughout the years and this is where I'm not just here talking about fucking strip clubs. I'm talking about uh, the normalization of uh, female sexuality in society—it got normalized. Like women feel more empowered today because the female body isn't taboo anymore. You know, like I said, like you, you, you go to you go to clubs, and you see, like, the fashion industry. Adopted a lot of sh- uh, looks from strip clubs and go-go bars. You see it in low-rise jeans, low-rise jeans. You see it in thigh-high boots, mini skirts, fishnet stockings. You know, you know, so on, so on, so on, so on. Like you go to a sh- you go you go to a nightclub, and for the most part, the, the uh, young ladies feel like they have to. How should I say this without sounding fucking misogynistic and sexist? Like you see a lot of women dressed like strippers. So like like I said, uh, the, uh, the sexuality and strip clubs and all that culture, bad bitch culture, becoming less taboo. It, it's is becoming is becoming more normalized. You see it on TV. Um Like you see it a lot. You see it in fashion. Like like I said, you saw you, you see it a lot in fashion. The only pushback I would have about this is: Would we want our daughters and nieces wearing this in public or to school, just because of the stigma that this fashion brings? But that's a topic for another day. That's you know that's probably a topic I would have to have with a, a young lady. But we even see that we see strip club culture in in the music scene. You know, you see uh, a lot of male rappers and singers that have female dancers that are twerking and uh, they're wearing short shorts on stage while they perform. And like it's even seen more with the female singers and rappers. Like you see them twerk. They're giving lap dances. They're literally wearing bras and panties on stage during shows. Now I'm not going to look away from a half naked lady. Come on now. But we have to look at the message that we're sending to our daughters and nieces. Like no matter how smart or talented you are, you will always need to rely on your sexuality and body in order to, in order to get ahead. Now, now, And that's where, where I say the, the, it's like, I see too many people taking the easy route. You know, I see girls who went to school, they have a degree, but to supplement income, you know, they have an OnlyFans or they're a bartender and they're whatever they have to use their their looks in their body in order to get supplemental income. And I think, I think that's kind of a problem. You know, and our kids, you know, they see it all the time on, uh, on, on social media. And and again, it always comes back to social media with a lot of influences using their body to sell their image. And then when they're like, like they're 15 minutes of fame are dying down. They go to OnlyFans. You know, and they start creating content on there. Like, for example, like it's not just the females either. Like you see rappers like uh, fucking Tyga and Safari going to OnlyFans to create content like sex content because they can't rely on their their talent. I saw like an actress uh she's from that 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 movie uh uh the babysitter or some shit like that on uh, on on Netflix. I, she's been in a bunch of stuff um a bunch of stuff. Uh Bella Thorne. She was a top paid content creator on OnlyFans. Once again showing people if you know if talent doesn't get you there, sex always sells. So now, with that, you know, you start looking at stuff. You know, porn and strip clubs usually prey on the vulnerable and the weak to get its, its employees. These aren't, you know, historically, historically, these aren't the more well-adjusted, you know, emotionally stable people it, you know, in regular jobs, you know, they're usually a little bit damaged. They're a little, they're, you know, they're fucking dented cans in the supermarket. But you have to see that the, these industries look for the same people, the, the vulnerable in the weak, to get his clientele again, I spent nine hundred dollars because I was very hurt in a very emo, uh, a very, uh, bad state of mind, my emotional education wasn't being used then. I was down in the dumps. So where do I go? I go to where they sell me a fantasy. Sex sells. I say it, and I say it again. It's very lucrative. but we villainize those selling it and we don't, don't we don't do the same to the people buying it. You know, you go, Oh my God, how can she dance like that? Like, well, why, why, why is he good? He's part of this transaction Oh, I'm part of the transaction. I'm part of the problem. If you want to give it a name, you know, like the consumption of adult entertainment It's a money maker is fuck it. It, it you know everybody knows porn alone listen to this shit porn alone makes 12 billion dollars a year the crazy part is 2 billion is only from the internet you would think that number is higher but no which means there's people still buying, fucking buying DVDs out there. Like, who the fucks buys DVDs and whatever? Now, my... Like, math was my worst subject in school. But I think that's a lot. That's a lot of money. So I'm glad that sex work is less taboo. Like... is is normalized. It's like, you know... um, With the Internet age, uh, you start seeing things uh, or you start seeing people exposed to more stuff. than you know, what we did uh, when we were in the 90s. So I'm glad I'm glad it's less taboo. But. We have to look at it as a crisis of conscience that this world is going through. 12 billion dollars. It's a twelve billion dollar industry. Now, these aren't the the dirtbags like me and some people that I know just doing it. I admittedly watch porn. I admittedly go to strip clubs. I may follow a girl or two on OnlyFans. Maybe. But it ain't just me. I don't got twelve billion dollars. Like, we, like, you have to look at it, like, fuck it. You can see it just by the porn searches by region in this country alone. In this country alone. And this is, this is facts. You can look it up. Google porn searches by region. Google that shit. Look at Texas. They're build that wall, make America great, and all that shit. Right? The number one porn shirt search for Texas is straight Latino. Now that that's not just in Houston or fucking San Antonio. That's Texas. All of Texas. The number one is straight Latino. Florida, you know, seemingly racist ass Florida. BBC. Number one point search. BBC in Florida. This one surprised the shit out of me, and you know, and and you can tell I, I was only looking the, at the racist states, just to just to, you know, whatever. Uh, Massachusetts, apparently they love Dominicans. Number one porn, uh, number one porn search in Massachusetts, fucking Dominicans. Jersey, New York, close, but of course, but like Massachusetts, okay. North Dakota. Out of nowhere. They love them some twinks. That's just porn. Imagine. Imagine what's going on in these states. You know, and contrary to popular belief, the strip club capital of the of the country of the US is in Miami. It isn't Houston. It isn't Atlanta or New York. It's fucking Portland. Portland, ladies and gentlemen. And that's mainly because like Oregon has like uh, in in its. uh, They they, they protect obscenity. uh, Under the First Amendment. Which is cool, I guess. You know. So I, I guess they're 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 pushing to like yo all right. People are gonna do it. People are gonna go. Uh, see sex workers. You start seeing it. So why not protect it? You know, I I think in in California just recently they 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 passed like the, the law, that. You can't be arrested or prosecuted for street prostitution anymore. Which is okay, I guess. But like, you know, you just, like people are gonna do it. It's the world old is the world's oldest profession. Prostitution. Sex work. But like like I said, I and I keep saying it. It's like uh sex work and adult underta- entertainment is is becoming I guess more mainstream than what it used to be you know you start you, you hear people have open conversations about what they watch or what they are into. You you know, today, you know, people are a lot less secretive about this shit. But, you know, is that a good thing? You know, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm a little bit more old school than than most. So I think that a lot of stuff should be uh, kept behind closed doors. You know? I have like my my search history on like auto wipe in the, in the event of my death. It gets it gets weird in there, just to let you know. There's like a pony and clown makeup. It's fucked up, but yeah, like you know. But that's me. That's what I'm into. But you know, you start seeing, uh, just like I said. Instagram Live becomes a goddamn strip club after like ten thirty at night. Now, who needs a strip club when you have Instagram Live? You know. Uh, you know, Pornhub. Uh, what is it? Uh, There's another one? Uh, RedTube. Uh, X Factor. I don't know. X Men. Whatever. Like a lot of these porn sites. They're fucking popular, bro. They have clothing brands. These these logos are as recognizable as the McDonald's arches. Used to be an underground thing. You know. You got you know, you, you but hey. Whatever gets normalized. I guess it's the better because there's more protections for it. You know, years ago, and it still happens, you know, you see underage girls um, get sucked up into the uh, the world of stripping and porn and whatever. So I guess the more mainstream, the the bigger the spotlight put on these industries, the more protections uh, are allotted to them. Like uh, recently, uh, there's a place uh, right here in, uh, uh, I guess you can call it South Jersey uh, by the shore. Um, yeah, they, they they recently they recently got closed down because of a sex trafficking ring, one of these juice bars. And I've gone, I've gone a couple of times. Um, so yeah, they, they got shut down and they're being, you know, heavily investigated for trial, not trial, but sex trafficking. So I you know, I guess the better, the better part of it is, yeah, the, you know, the more mainstream it becomes, the more, uh, is regulated, I guess. But, you know. I guess uh we have to look at the the ethical um or the pseudo ethical uh aspect of it. And I say pseudo because, you know, like I said, you have twelve billion dollars in just one industry in porn. Twelve billion. It's not just dirtbags. That means these are conservative Christians and Muslims and Jews. Like, you, you you know, there's many walks of life that contribute to this industry. But, the, you know, they they protest against it. They speak out against it. So. You know, we have to I, I guess the, a, a conversation needs to be more hashed out between the two sides. And I think the gentleman club should come should come back. You know, with the, you know, we see your resurgence of burlesque shows and cabarets or whatever. Um, I think you know the gentleman's club, you know, nigga in a suit, out here playing a piano in a bowler hat, watching some girl dance the Charleston in her panties. Who knows? You never know. But um Yeah. You know what, I'll leave it at that. You know, strip clubs will always exist. They'll always exist. You know, men will always need to escape reality. Porn will always be there to provide the fantasy. As long as sex sells, there will always be customers. And with that, this has been another episode of Unaccompanied Adult with Joe Diaz. Peace.